Welcome to We Love Dead Things. I'm Candy. I'm Laura. And today, I don't even have a title for this yet. Usually we have the title by now. Atomic Wedgies Kill. <laughs> That's about your story, though. Yes. We need something that covers both of ours. Um, Parental Nightmares. <laughs> Menendezing the shit out of people. That stole your story. <laughs> no, it's not. Wasn't it about kids who killed their parents? Yeah. So, Menendez brothers killed their parents. Yeah, but not all of us know about the men. Didn't I don't know about if them. If I knew that you didn't know about the Menendez brothers, I would have done my story about them because they're super interesting. Honestly, it might be one of those things where I do know about them. It's super popular. Like, they're all over the internet. Every podcast has done them, which is why I didn't pick them in the first place. Because, like, as much as they're interesting, I've literally heard about them three million times. And I remember my mom telling me about the Menendez brothers when I was a kid. Yeah. Because my so, mom likes true crime. Obviously, we're talking about kids who killed their parents. Or, well, not even kids, just people who killed their parents, because mine was an adult. Mine was 17 at the time. Mine was 37. But... You're always going to be your parents' kid. Yes. So. I'm the baby. Yeah. I'm the baby, too. You're actually more the baby than I am because you're actually the baby. I'm just the only one. Yeah. So. Why have more kids when you did right the first time? So. I titled my whole thing. Like, I title everything so that I know what I'm looking for. So it says, Wedgie from Hell. Because. It's bad. It's not the worst thing I've ever heard, but it's bad, and it sounds painful, and it's evil. And then I've got a little thing, a little quick thing about patricide, because my guy killed his stepdad. And so I just put up really quickly, patricide is the killing of one's father, or a person who kills their father, if you don't want to be as like fancy about your wording. And I actually initially heard about this guy um, on a listed article on Thought Catalog. Because I love Thought Catalog. And there was this really funny snippet, like, somewhere in the middle of the article. And it might have actually been at the top of the article now that I think about it. But it's a good way of looking at things. Giving one another wedgies is an odd, anally focused, and possibly homoerotic male bonding ritual performed among a select group of sadistic douchey males. Wait, where did this from come from? Hot catalog. Oh, I was gonna say that is definitely not what happens when you Google wedgie. No, <laughs> that is the author of the original article that I read, putting their two cents in. Okay, that's a particular story, but like, it's true. That author sounds like somebody who is wedgied a lot, right? I mean. People typically don't give girls wedgies because we have two cracks. So, like, that's just cruel and unusual. But I've seen boys get wedgies, and it was really painful. I don't, yeah, I've never been wedgied. I've never been wedgied. 
But the idea weirds me out, especially guys wedging each other, especially like what if dude wears That's gotta hurt. Especially like it's literally like separating their meat fat. Yeah. I'm gonna ask my boyfriend about that because he used to beat <laughs> up his nephew when we were kids. So like I'm sure there were several dozen wedgies included in his childhood. If you don't wear underwear, they can't wedge you. <laughs> That's true. But a lot of the wedgies that I saw happened when they were, like, elementary school. Yeah. I don't remember seeing as many wedgies in middle school and high school. Because in eras, like, our generation, when I was in middle school, were already becoming, like, sexually active. So, you know... Don't wear underwear if you're a guy because you're going to increase your sperm count. And girls don't wear underwear because they think that they're going to get yeast infections and boys aren't going to want to be down there. These are actual conversations I heard in the locker room. So I'm going to give you a quick little definition. We all know what wedgies are. You grab the, get up behind someone, you grab their chonies, and you yank as hard as humanly possible. If you don't know what a wedgie is, please let me know so I can make fun of you. And let me know and I'll come find you and show you how it's done. She will too. I'll so do it. You probably shouldn't let us know. No. Anyway, so guys usually do them. I've always assumed that they're trying to split each other's ball sacks. Because that's just what it would look like. I've never seen what their nuts look like uh, during, but I'm sure it looks like they're wearing a nut song. I'm dying over here because all I can think about is the fact that we can probably find a YouTube video diagram of what happens to guys in that sack during a wedgie. Oh my god. An atomic wedgie the whole goal is to pull their chonies up so high that you can bring it up over their head and hopefully Hook it under their chin. So, like, they gotta have some hella stretchy chonies, or the person is, like, super strong and considerably taller. Because I am 90% sure Robert will not let me try to perform an atomic wedgie on him. I think that only works on people who are under, like, four feet. Yeah. I'm barely over that height, so that's not going to work. He's almost a foot taller than me. And that's probably why it's mostly done on guys. Girls wear tight underwear. Yeah, it's really very, very uncomfortable. Ooh, could you imagine being a girl with a wedgie, though? Yeah, fish that's like out of two cracks. Like, that would hurt so bad. That would be so bad. I have a lot to say on that that I'm not going to say on the podcast. Yeah. Denver Lee St. Clair, a man who died at 58 years old, was the victim of an atomic wedgie. His 37-year-old stepson, Brad Lee Davis, which is messed up. You named your kid Bradley Lee. Why? Okay, so Denver Lee St. Clair passed away at the age of 58. He was the victim of an atomic wedgie given to him by his 37-year-old stepson, Brad Lee Davis, who was a former Marine. So there was some strength behind that shit. Yeah, that's why the atomic wedgie killed him. Yeah, like... So, yeah. 
Davis pulled the underwear so hard that the elastic separated from the cloth of his underwear. Ow. Yeah, like, when he pulled it over the man's head, it actually strangled him. Okay. So he died being strangled by his own underwear. Like, he didn't suffocate in there. They were just really... He pulled it up so hot tight. When it separated, it became a rubber band that was unable to snap. So Davis admitted that he pulled as hard as he could. And apparently he also hit his stepfather in the head prior to the incident. He would have died anyway, basically. According to the coroner, the blows to his head were fatal. So basically the wedgie just killed him sooner than he would have died from a head injury. So why perform the wedgie? Bradley Davis claims he wanted to humiliate Denver. He wanted him to wake up with the wedgie and be embarrassed. That's what he initially told the reporters. He had no intention on killing him. So, like, he took a picture with his cell phone. But while he was taking the picture, even though the dude was unconscious, he could hear him gurgling, like, struggling. Yeah. Like, his breathing was he could not breathe well you'd be able to see his neck too and see that it's wrapped around it and you could see the way that the muscles in his throat would be working trying to get proper oxygen flow yeah so later he admitted that he lied about the whole thing like that he was trying to embarrass him he never really intended on embarrassing he didn't intend to kill him, but he didn't do it to be mean. What? Right? Like, okay, so, and actually this happened right before Christmas in 2013. Davis had been staying, was going to stay the night with his grand, his grandfather, his stepfather, because his mom was in the hospital from having a hip surgery. So he stayed the night over there with him because they were going to go pick her up the next day. They got into this really heated argument because... Davis's mother had reported to the police that Denver St. Clair had committed insurance fraud. And he was confronted about it by Davis. And he had started telling Davis, he's like, oh, well, then I'm going to, that he was going to inform the police that Davis had caused a fire that ruined his repair business. That's what initially started the fight. They started arguing about that. Well, at one point, St. Clair had severely, not severely, actually, all he said was that they were pathetic. And that's not the worst insult a person can be told. I've been told considerably worse than I'm pathetic. But he insulted Davis's mother. And Davis wasn't about that. So after they, the whole insult thing, that's when they really, the fight came to blows. And according to Davis, St. Clair started the fight physically, but he can't tell us any otherwise. So if he started it or not, we can only take the word of the guy who killed him. He says that his stepfather came at him with a look of pure rage. So he was just trying to defend himself any which way he can, which was probably where hitting him in the head came from. Like Marines are trained in hand-to-hand combat. They, when they hit you, it's going to hurt. I don't think he came at him like that. 
Because if it was just self-defense, what the fuck is with the wedgie? The wedgie happened after he knocked him out. I know, but he didn't have to do that. If it was self-defense, knock him out, call the police. Yeah, but he referred to his mom like he was saying that he was saying mean things about his mom. Not he was calling my mother names or any which way that adults refer to things. So, like, I think he just had a really bad moment and just kind of freaked. But there's that moment after you knock him out that he obviously had to do something because if he knocked him out, that dude would have been falling, right? Yeah. So he picked him up to give him that wedgie pretty much. Well, and he hit him hard enough to cause permanent damage. It would have killed him. The blows to his head would have killed him. Yeah, but that could be self-defense. Like, you don't realize how strong you are, especially when you have all that going on. But the fact that after he was down, he gave him the wedgie. I don't know. All of it was just too much because if you're going to hit someone hard enough to knock them out, you don't continue hitting them until you kill them. Yeah. Not gently. His hands are not a lethal weapon. Yeah. Like, he's just a guy. But it doesn't take that much to like really damage our skulls especially people with past injuries on their skulls well there's no they don't know they don't know they don't state i should say where he got hit in the head depending on where he got hit in the head really depends on how bad it could affect you yeah you don't have to get hit hard on the nose for you to die no you also don't have to get hard hit hard in the back of the head but if you hit him like right here at the top right around the crown it's actually a really solid portion of the skull. Yeah. It's a little bit a little bit harder to crack. Not really. Our skulls are actually quite fragile. Davis continues to say that he was defending himself. He was just really mad. He was scared. He was panicked. It was like he was living in a dream. Things just got out of hand. That is an exact statement from Brad Davis. Wasn't that what's his face? <laughs> That was, in fact, our old co-worker. <laughs> not related. He's not old enough. And I went to high school with him. So Davis expressed his remorse. He even gave the judge a handwritten statement, which stated, The fight ended with Mr. St. Clair face down, passed out, which would make giving him an atomic wedgie really easy. After the fight, out of anger... Okay, this is copy and paste, so apparently whoever wrote this didn't know what they were doing. The fight ended with Mr. St. Clair face down, passed out. After the fight, out of anger from the fight, with no excuse, I pulled Mr. St. Clair's underwear up over his head. I have no good reason to explain this. All I can say is that I am so sorry and ashamed of my actions. I truly loved and respected Mr. St. Clair. He was always my friend. Then why did you do the wedgie? In asking for a 30-year sentence, the district attorney actually told the judge that this was not mutual combat. This was not self-defense. It was straight aggression. And Brad Lee Davis was sentenced to 30 years in prison. The minimum for murder is four. Yeah. It was also a quick little snippet that Denver St. Clair and his wife, Davis's mother, they had actually been married for 20 years. But he was actually quite abusive to her at times, even taking a shotgun and pointing it at her face, saying that he was going to kill her. So then why would you say that you guys were, like, 
best friends. Right? If my stepfather said that to my mother, I would have tried to kill him considerably earlier. Yeah. But I don't have a stepfather. I mean, my mom's been telling me for like 25 years that she's going to marry, what's his face? The president in the movie. Oh my god. There's so many movies with presidents that I have literally no idea, but I want to say Independence Day. Andy Garcia from the movie with Gerard Butler. He was okay. the president in the movie with Gerard Butler. I remember that because while I don't find Andy Garcia attractive, I find Gerard Butler extremely attractive. And so I told my mom she should watch that movie because Andy Garcia was in it. And she's literally been telling me since I was five that she's going to leave my dad for him. Is it really bad that when you said the movie with the president, my first thought was always going to be Independence Day? I would have thought Independence Day, too. And I thought the president in that movie was hot. He was. And I was like eight at the time. He was hot. I missed that tape. I used to have that tape with the hour long of Sesame Street. And then I recorded Independence Day after that. So my parents didn't know that I was watching Independence Day because I'd start off at the very end of Sesame Street. (laughs) I would have been allowed to watch Independence Day. My dad likes that movie. Yeah. My parents really didn't care all that much because they obviously would have caught me watching it. (laughs) But I was trying to be sneaky. There was no point in being sneaky. My dad can't hear I could get away with anything. (laughs) You can't hear. But that was actually the end of my story. Okay. So then we can go on to my story. Yes. So my story takes place in Port St. Lucie in Florida. And it's I actually have to go into a little bit of the town history. It's called St. Lucia. Well... It's a really small town that started out as a retirement community, not even really a town. Sounds like all of Florida. Yeah. And it was really cheap to live there, so they got a lot of retiring people, like, moving in and stuff like that. Um, It wound up having a ton of golf courses, a ton of retirement homes, and seven funeral homes. Well, yeah, with all the old people living there, they need all all the funeral homes. Have you noticed our area has, like, five? Yeah, so this is not a town for, like, families with kids, and people started moving in, and it, like, made the town grow, but it was still a retirement community, so, like, there wasn't anything for kids to do. So it's like Arizona City. Yeah, and then it was really cheap to like buy houses there Mm -hmm. so drug lords from like miami i think miami's like an hour away drug lords from miami actually bought houses and like had their drug labs there and so there was a lot of drugs in the area and with nothing for any of the teens to do living in town obviously they resulted to crimes and lots of at-home parties lots of drugs lots of crimes (laughs) violating old people's second amendment rights pretty much so i gotta catch up to my notes here because i got above it so the hadley family wound up moving to point saint lucia Mm -hmm. Um, um to be closer with the grandparents of tyler hadley because they had moved down there So Tyler having nothing to do and having a few mental problems like depression, other things like that, wound up 
as he grew up going into like drugs and stuff like that and it was hard stuff like ecstasy and stuff so he got into a lot of trouble with the law and he actually like wound up setting a forest fire yeah with a couch and gasoline so he got caught and went to jail for a week a week <laughs> yes a week oh and then he went home and his parents grounded him and took away his cell phone. His parents grounded him. Yeah, and took away his cell phone. And he was really frustrated with them and got on Facebook because he had a computer and this was 2011. <laughs> he got on Facebook and was like messaging his friends about how angry he was at his parents and how he wanted to kill them. Mm-hmm. Well, I know as a teen, like you vent a lot. And so nobody's going to believe you when you say stuff like that. So nobody believed him. Yeah. And nobody said anything. So then he admitted to a friend that he had this desire to kill his parents, hide their bodies in the home, and throw a party. Like, what? Yeah, he had, I don't, he said nobody's ever done it before. And he just wanted to do it. Oh, my God. So on July 16th, 2011, he started telling people that he was going to be throwing a a house at his house. (laughs) I was going to say a house at his house. (laughs) A house party. And nobody believed him because they knew he was grounded. They knew he got his cell phone taken away. And they knew his parents weren't going anywhere. But he told them that his parents were going to Orlando. Like, he told different people different places. Yeah. So nobody believed it. Around 5 o'clock, he wound up taking three ecstasy pills. Oh, shit. Going into the garage, grabbing a hammer. Hulk smash. And then he stood behind his mom while she was on the computer for like five minutes. And then started bashing her head in. And she started screaming. So Tyler's dad comes running into the room, and he beats his dad to death. Oh, my God. And then he spends three hours cleaning. But while he's cleaning, he's posting to Facebook. So he's like, parties at my house tonight, you know, stuff like that on Facebook so people know that he's having the party. Yeah. So he drags their bodies upstairs and spends forever trying to clean up, his like, the place to have a party. And then people start showing up. And there's like little telltale signs, but all these kids are on drugs and drinking and partying. They don't care anyway. Yeah, so they don't care and they're not paying attention and stuff. Like, he didn't clean up all the blood. Oh, my gosh. So, by this point, it had like, it's dark colored, you know, you don't really recognize it because it's not fresh blood. Yeah. Everybody starts showing up and he's like telling them like, don't go outside. You can smoke inside, like, blah, 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 because he doesn't want his neighbors calling the police. Mm-hmm. And this place turns into a dump because everybody's just trashing the heck out of this house and smoking inside and breaking things and breaking bottles. Like, it turns into a huge dump. Like Generation X or whatever that movie was. I don't know. I don't think I've seen that movie. It was ridiculous. So... Then it, one kid comes in with the neighbor's mailbox and Tyler freaks out and starts yelling at them and the mailbox gets put back. 
Because I thought something epic was gonna happen with the mailbox. No, they put the mailbox yeah. back because Tyler's freaking out about how this is a felony. Yes. Really? Yes. The mailbox. Yes. So then, because Tyler is high and flipping crazy, mm-hmm. he starts telling people that he killed somebody. But nobody believes him because he's high. And they're high. And they're high and drunk and all that stuff. So, like, nobody believes him. But he's going around telling different people this. And then, like, he even went to the ATM before the party with, I think, like, his mom's card. Uh And took out, like, $5,000. They ran out of beer. So he has this dude that's 21 years old there at the party. And they go to get alcohol with the dude's girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And while he's inside buying the alcohol, he tells the girlfriend that his father died. But she doesn't know him, so she thinks it happened a while ago. Yeah. Like, there's all these signs, and, like, nobody's connecting them at all. So this party goes on from 8 p.m. to, like, 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. And at 2 a.m., somebody's like, oh, my God, there's a party at this other house. So then a bunch of people leave. Right? <laughs> but there's still some people there. Yeah. And then the neighbor at like 2 a.m. called the police. So at 2.30, the police show up. Oh, shit. All the people who are still at the party hit upstairs. Tyler talked to the police for a couple minutes and then they left. That literally, this is literally that movie just with murder. After the police leave... Everybody else starts to leave because it's 2 a.m. And you know that's when the parties usually end. So after everybody... Oh, shoot. I forgot to tell you the main part of the story. Now I have to go back. Okay. (laughs) So during the night, his best friend had shown up. And he actually tells his best friend that he killed his parents and that you could see the signs anywhere you look. Takes his friend out to the garage where there's bloody footprints... And then takes his friend upstairs to the master bedroom where he had locked their bodies in and shows him their bodies. Oh, my God. And then his best friend stays for another 45 minutes and they take selfies together before he leaves. What the fuck? Yeah. So then the party ended at two and they all left and the best friend left with them. The cops came. I already told you that part. Yes. Party ends. Everybody's leaving. And then he posts on Facebook. I think I'm going to throw another party tonight. So he wants to throw a second party. Well, while he's posting this on Facebook, the friend finally called the police and told them what happened. So the police are outside Bradley, Tyler Hadley's (laughs) house. And they come in to arrest him. And he pretty much just gives up. Like, he's like, I know already like he already told people he was going away he told people he was going to commit suicide all that stuff throughout the night like he already knew some like he was going to get in trouble Mm -hmm. so the police came and he didn't resist arrest but when they tried to go into his parents room he like started yelling at them not to go in there Mm -hmm. like that's gonna stop the police and that just makes it more obvious yeah so then he he gets arrested no contest like he already admitted to everybody that he did it yeah and he gets life sentence in jail because he's under the age of 18 they can't give him the death sentence Mm -hmm. 
So he gets life in prison. But he legit killed his parents so he could throw an epic party. Yeah. Like, even his brother, because he had a brother, an older brother, who had just moved out, like, six weeks before. Mm-hmm. Um, even his brother said, like, his parents weren't bad. They were, like, really good to them. And he actually had a great relationship with his parents. Yeah. Oh, my God. Up until about high school when he started doing drugs and stuff. Mm. And then, like, there's stories, like, you can find all of his Facebook messages because he seriously, like, Facebook messaged everybody that he was going to kill his parents, blah, blah, blah. Like, there had been all these warning signs, but nobody had told anybody. Mm -hmm. Because they didn't think any of it was real. Yeah. And then in jail, he wrote that he forgave his friend for turning him in. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, I don't... So the thing that I don't understand is how the friend could have stayed another 45 minutes and took selfies. He was equally as fucked up. I mean, he called the police eventually. Or maybe that was the whole plan in the first place. Maybe he's like, okay, I'm going to pretend like this is chill. But like my friend fucked up. I would have been out of that house a lot faster than 45 minutes. Same, but like. You're stupid when you're in high school. Maybe he, like, caught up in the moment and then realized, oh, shit. I don't know. I don't know. You saw the bodies. I would have been, like, talking to him. trying to. It's like when there's awkward situations where somebody comes up to talk to you and you don't want to talk to them. So you start backing away for, like, five minutes and then right. you make an excuse. That would have been me. Same. I would have been out of there in, like, five minutes. I wouldn't be taking selfies and stuff. I'd be looking at my invisible watch like, oh, I've got an appointment. Bye. Yeah. Like, the other people, I can kind of understand because he's high and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know if he's telling the truth. You know, sometimes you just have really bad trips. Yeah, you really do. So, any and when you do drugs and you're around a lot of people who do drugs, when somebody has a really bad trip, you usually just ignore them. Yeah. So, I can understand that, but, like, you saw the stuff. And then, like, some reporter actually interviewed pretty much all the people that were there at the party. Mm -hmm. So, there's stuff you can find. I think it's on the Rolling Stone. It has, like, all the stuff, like, that happened at the party. Like, one dude was playing beer pong, and the ball fell onto the floor and rolled into brown sticky stuff. (laughs) And so, he cleaned it off, and they started playing again. That honestly makes me want to vomit. I know. But there's, like, a lot of stuff, like, you can figure out, like, it tells the people that he told, stuff like that. Shows all the Facebook messages. Oh, my God. And other. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. So that's my story. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is insane. Yeah. See, this is literally why I never wanted kids. Shit like that is why I never wanted kids. I know. And the reason he said he got high beforehand was because he couldn't kill his parents sober. I just, I can't. I can't. I don't understand it either. I can't wrap my head around. I guess because I'm such an introverted person, maybe that's why I can't wrap my head around it. Like, killing my parents for a party. That doesn't seem reasonable. I spend most of my time trying to make sure people don't come to my house. Same. 
Thanks for listening, you guys. Have a good night.